Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only show where I've been a puppet, a pulper, a pirate, a poet, and now a podcaster. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 11, and this week it is all about the laughs as we go over our five favorite comedians of all time. And I'm sure go off topic as usual. So grab a beer, grab a buddy, grab a boob, and let's get nutty this week on The Brew Interviews. In 2018, a crack podcast commando unit was sent to prison by an internet court for a crime they didn't commit. This man and that lesbian promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade at the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the internet, they survive as podcasters of beer. If you have a beer problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Brew Interviews. How you been, Lauren? Well, listen, I haven't grabbed any boobs, but... <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd spice it up a little bit, oh, you know? You know, um, I did buy some some new underwear this week, so I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. What brand? Um, well, they're the character ones from Target, so I got Mario uh, this this week. And some just, like, normal undies. But it's very Heinz. adult of you. Fruit of the Loom. Heinz? Fruit, no, Fruit of the Loom, <laughs> I think, is the... Heinz 57? No, no, Fruit of the Loom. Definitely Fruit of the Loom, because the they had the cute purple um, boxer briefs, and I was like, yeah, I want those. So That's like the most lesbian thing. Robbie. Buy some boxer briefs. Yeah, Robbie, I record all of our episodes in boxer briefs. I'm wearing the Mario ones right now. I'm not wearing any pants. Does that, does that change? What? Does that change how you record? Yeah, I wear uh, my hat backwards in my boxer briefs, and it makes me feel in character. So, so lesbianism is a character <laughs> that you're playing. Lesbian Lauren is not normal Lauren. Robbie, listen. Yeah, no, I don't know. You can't classify me as a lesbian character. You just classified yourself as a lesbian character. No, I just told you. No, I was just. This is how I feel most confident in my in my internal self is sitting here in my dining room with my dog and my cat and talking to my best friend in my underwear. Ugh! Can we go back to straight, Lauren? That's. The <laughs> I miss straight, Lauren. Uh, Robbie, I'm the same person I was. <laughs> straight as I am gay. I just have short hair now. That's really the only difference. And I hate every second of it. Why? I have beautiful hair, long or short. No, I miss your long hair. Robbie, thank you. Oh, yeah. I... I'm never growing it. <laughs> I'm never growing it long ever again. I'm so sorry. Just just because it's an inconvenience? Yeah, basically. Well, that's why I cut it all off to begin with. I was like, I had just gotten a job an hour away, and I was like, I don't want to have to fucking wake up and straighten my hair every morning. <laughs> you just wanted to go full butch. Yeah, well, I feel I feel more myself when I'm like, in a masculine state than I am like a really feminine state like I don't know like wearing a dress is like the most uncomfortable thing in the entire universe for me I would much rather I, put I would on, think like, it would be free what I would think it would be freeing no it's so uncomfortable because I got big tits so like it's really hard to find a cute dress with big tits and like I don't want to have to I don't know it's just I have no interest in being like feminine in that sense but like I I'm I think I'm a pretty like when you talk to me, like, I'm not, like, a bro. I can be a bro. No, you can't. 
I could be a bro. <laughs> as, as she says in her high-pitched girly voice, I could be a bro. I could. I get along with everyone. I'm very adaptable. That has nothing to do with being a bro. No, but I like, if I had to like mingle with the bros, I could. I could be broly. <laughs> I can't even be broly, okay? You hung out with all frat guys in college. Yeah, I guess. So you know how to hang with the bros, too. We're just adaptable people, Robbie. Hang with the bros. Yeah. Anyways, wait, how have you been? We haven't talked to each other in a while. Yeah, we talked last week. Yeah, but we haven't, I meant we, like, haven't recorded in a while. It's been, like, two weeks, because I was really busy last week going to those concerts. And I wasn't, And so. you weren't. Sorry, I saw Journey without you. It was awesome. <laughs> it's okay. You sent me that Snapchat of your sister's butt when she was dancing, so that's funny. You're right. You're welcome. <laughs> did you know you were sending that to me when you did that um so i woke up the next uh, listen i definitely blacked out leaving the fucking concert because we <laughs> well look we got on a bus no one was driving we took a driving service down to boston so yeah. we were on a bus the the two women who who came with us brought alcoholic popsicles so and let me tell you these were they had um it was uh they had dissolved Skittles in vodka and then mixed in Sprite so they would freeze. Um, and they were so alcoholy. Like, yeah. I was I was already, like, feeling it off of one. And then I had another one. And then I had brought um, some beer that I had. So, oh, oh, and I had made a, um, a hard liquor drink for me and my sister that had mango rum and grapefruit vodka. And some like juices. It was a really good concoction. If you want the recipe, just let me know. Um, nah, that's okay. <laughs> and then I had I pulled out three beers and I was like, "Sister, which one should I have?" And she was like, "Oh, have the nine percent one." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea." So then I had a nine percent beer and then a seven percent beer and then a five percent beer and then we went and that's before we got to the concert. Um, and then we got to the concert and I just all I remember is being in line for like beer do you call her sister yeah <laughs> like, a, like a 1950s family sister yeah i call her i call her everything i call her kiddo sister kiddo mag maggie mags mag mags <laughs> maggie maggie bear yeah, i don't i don't never call her margaret that's weird my dad calls her margaret margaret oh i didn't even think about that that's yeah. funny my grandmother sister please fetch papa sister. My my friend and her sister call each other sestra from... It had, did you ever see... What was it called? The Black... Orphan Black. Orphan Black. The TV show? Did you ever watch that? Oh, my God. It was so fucking good. I never finished watching it because I stopped having cable. But um, it's about, like, this, like, cloning thing. I don't know. It was really fucking good. That's all I remember. And one of the clones was, like, uh, Russian. And she called the sister sestra. And it was really cool. But I don't... I, feel, I can't, like, call my sister that, like... We don't have that kind of... Oh, shit. There are um, cop cars in my parking lot right now. <laughs> Welcome to my neighborhood. Yeah, right? Anyways, wait, what were we talking about? Well, how I was doing. Oh, yeah, Robbie, how are you? you? <laughs> and then you went on a rant. Well, you asked me about something, didn't you? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. Well, how are you? I'm good. I'm tired. I got really drunk last night. And I was singing a lot again. What were you singing this time? Um, that would be Darius Rucker's Wagon Wheel. God, I love that song. I miss that song because we used to go to the bars all the time in Keene, and that song would come on almost every single time. Yeah. And the, the entire bar would sing Wagon Wheel. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, 
yeah, always I, I comes to he he always comes to Meadowbrook on like on my birthday weekend, like that first weekend in September. And this year's like the first fucking year he's not. It's like the first fucking year that I would have actually been free to go see him. I'm so pissed. He just came, um, cause uh, Allison and Alex and Hillary, I think, went to Darius Rucker and somebody what else the fuck? recently. Oh yeah, no, he was yeah. here with somebody else. Big. I think he was opening. He wasn't like the main act. I don't remember. Oh, I know. Like a bunch of Snapchats. God damn it. Well, I'm going to a concert tomorrow up at Meadowbrook. I'm going to see Counting Crows. So. Oh. <laughs> Counting Crows. The, the concert tickets are twenty bucks. The last time I was up there, I put a bunch of our. Um, business cards all up in the bathroom yeah everywhere i go everywhere i go i leave the art business cards in the bathroom so listen if you're one of our listeners and you just found a business card in a bathroom and that's why you're listening can you please email me because i'm just like trying to guerrilla market us everywhere i still can't get over that you're paying to go see counting crows well it's 20 bucks it's something to do on the weekend you couldn't you couldn't give me 20 dollars. you'd be like here you're gonna be front row of a counting crows concert we're gonna give you 20 dollars. it's live music it's so I love live music, Robbie. It's been a long December, and there's reason to believe. God, that That's them, right? God, that was beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. But I went up to the beer counter because they have like a craft beer counter at the uh, at the that venue. Yeah. And I was gonna be like, "Hey, like, can I leave some of these up here?" And they were, like, but you know, that's a thing. Like, they have to ask or whatever. And I was like, "Ah, that's fine." But like, do you, any of you like beer? One of them's like, oh, I'm not old enough to drink it. The next one was like, oh, they don't let us choose where we work here. <laughs> I don't like beer. And the other one was like, oh, I don't drink. And I was just like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? The craft, be- nobody at the craft beer concession stand stand drank beer or cared anything about it. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a horrible idea. I know. Like, come on, have a little bit of passion for your job. Although I guess, I guess... It doesn't matter if you're just, like, trying to... They're probably, like, a second job that they're just, like, let me make some money and listen to music. That's what I would do. Ooh, there's, like, a concert venue right down the street from me. I should see if I can get, like, a weekend gig, like, ushering No, because you barely have time to do this, so yeah, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just want so, speaking music. of music. So, speaking of craft brews, what are you drinking this week? Ooh, good question, Robbie. So, Were I... You sur- are you surprised by the question that yeah, I ask well, every I've, week? Yeah, I've been waiting all night to drink this beer, and then... I got talking and forgot about it. So, okay. Nope. So the last episode, I said that I was going to drink uh, wheat beer because I'm trying to expand my horizons. So I went to the Packy in Manchester uh, and asked him what I should drink because I don't know. And he was super helpful. And I fucking, I never asked him what his name is, but I gave him a business card. So if you're listening, I'm sorry. I forgot. I didn't ask what your name is. But um, so it's... The peach a la mode, kind of like Depeche mode. <laughs> Get it? Um, Depeche mode? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> no, it's not what you I said. Know, <laughs> I know, I fucked it up. Um, and it's from uh, Leatherman, Leatherman's? Leatherman's Limited from Concord, New Hampshire. Um, Never heard of them. I've had one of one or two of their beers before, and they're pretty good. So this is, um, it's a Hefeweizen. Ooh, and it is brewed with peaches and milk sugar, uh, which is also known as lactose. Whew. Here we go. It's super clear. It's super duper clear. Look at it. Can you see it? What a pour. Wow, that is the that is the wrong glass to pour with wheat beer in. Yeah, I know, but like it's the it was the closest glass to me. It's right behind me, so I just I pull it out. 
I'm not gonna drink it out of that. I just wanted to look at the color. I poured it really bad. It has like four fucking fingers of foam. Okay. See, I think wheat beers are one of those beers that you need to have in a glass, like a big glass. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah. It's really not that bad. Ham it up. No, no. Ham it up for the camera. It was. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. All right. It's not bad. I would drink this. Because wheat beers are good. It's really peachy. I think I like it a lot because it's it's really peachy. Like that's the main flavor I'm getting. It's like it's like a weird. Do you ever get like a weird peach candy as a kid? You just put it in your mouth and you're like the peach rings. No, peach rings are good. Like just like a weird one. You know what I mean? Oh, like the jelly beans, like the peach jelly beans. Yeah, that's kind of what this reminds me of. Is like the peach jelly beans. Not quite as Sounds sweet. Good. Not quite. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at it. See, here we go, folks. Try beers. I well, I got this yeah. one because um, because it was I knew it would be fruity and sweet because of the lactose. So I I kind of chickened out a little bit. I didn't go full in, but I did get a couple other ones to try later. So it's good. Yeah, I have a couple sours in my fridge too that I'm saving. So <sighs> did you see what I sent you? What? Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna buy my own. I'm surprised. Don't no, spoil I sent it. it to you. This I got part out. <laughs> Okay, we won't spoil it. Um, I'm yep. glad that you have some sours in your in your fridge. Look at us expanding our horizons. Yeah, there's one that I drank uh, from Great Notion Brewing. They're out of mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon. And I don't want to spoil it because I might use it for a Beyond the Brew as well because I got two of Ooh. them. So, yeah, I might save it. All right. I'm excited. Yep. I'm excited to hear about it. Wait, what are you drinking right now? I'm happy about this beer for two reasons. Number one, it's a beer I like quite a bit. And number two... I didn't realize it until I was like laying down going to bed last night that the name of the beer also relates to our episode, which made me so fucking happy. Oh, I am really drinking excited. Prankster from North Coast Brewing. Yeah. And I got the big bottle this time. Oh, I was going to say the bottle looks a lot bigger. It looks like a wine bottle. Oh, you had to pull a cork it, out of it. Yeah. Fucking corks. Wait, so th- is that the same one that you had before, but in the smaller bottles? Uh, Yes. Okay. Okay. So you've had this beer before. Yeah. That's why I but said you really like it. It like immediately like, made your top five, right? Yeah. Just because I think it reminds me of when I used to live in Germany and just some of those better quality Belgians, the lighter mm-hmm. Belgian nails that I really liked. I think it has those same qualities. It's a 7.6%, but it's easy to drink. Oh, wow. Oh, did I say what mine was? I don't know. Um. Oh, mine is a... 4.9 ABV. And can I just say that the koozie that I have the can in, do you know those slap bracelets that we used to have as kids? That's what yes. this koozie is. It's a Sierra Nevada. Oh, ooh, do you hear that? Loud crack. Sierra Nevada. You're just, um, you're slap just all 90s today. I'm super 90s today. I'm really feeling De- Depeche it. mode, <laughs> counting crows, and slap bands. Yeah, and Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's 80s, but yeah. Well, whatever. Mario's every decade. So I'm drinking Prankster. It's a great beer. And I'm drinking out of like a fancy glass because I bought a set of different kind of beer glasses. And this is, I think this is kind of meant for a Pilsner, actually. Yeah, I was going to say it looks like a Pilsner glass. Yeah, but this, this, it's a Belgian style golden ale. So it's really light. And you know what I mean? Like it's on that brink of being a Pilsner-y pale ale. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and it works in this glass too, so. Yeah, it looks nice. It looks good. I really like that glass, Robbie. Thank you. The foam has finally settled on my glass. It looks like a really light pilsner. It almost looks like I a guess. cider. 
Yeah, you're right. It does kind of almost look like a cider. It's kind of hazy. It's not yeah. like super clear. I don't know. It looks different when I hold it in front of the computer screen as opposed to... I have my mood lighting set, so I don't have the most accurate lighting. Yeah. doesn't matter what color the fucking beer is. You just drink it and taste it. I like it out of the glass better, I think. Yeah. Mm. It's like you're supposed to drink wheat beers. With... No, I like it better out of the can. Mm. <laughs> You just, I don't like, know, Robbie. I can't decide. It's like sweeter out of the out of the glass, but like, I don't know if I want it to like be sweeter. Probably because of the metal and the can. Yeah. Probably makes it taste. I don't know. It could be talking out of my ass. Um, I think that actually, the difference is that now that it's in a glass, it's not as carbonated. Like the carbonation just like let out, and now it's like, um, it's more syrupy. I think, like it's just like a thicker, a thicker 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 like a thicker mouthfeel as opposed to the can still has like a bunch of carbonation in it so it's like more bitey mm. all right <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna make it through this whole thing but you like like at one second you're like mm, and then Ugh. yeah it's catching up to me i think because it's warming up but all right i'll make it through i'll i'll, I'll persevere yeah yeah what are we doing what are we doing today robbie so as I said in the intro, we are going to do a fave fives, but we are doing a fave five comedians. I'm so excited. All I've been doing all week is watching stand-up specials That's in good. preparation for this episode. That's good. Do you have Netflix? Of course I have Netflix. Yeah. So there's that's where all the good specials are. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I know they have some on Hulu, but like Netflix is, if you want comedy, like Netflix is like the streaming network to, to use. Very much so. I watched a lot of them, Robbie. I want to know yours. Do you want to start first? Because, like, you're, you, I feel like comedy is really your realm. Like, you're really knowledgeable about comedy. And I, I just have, like, started getting into, like, the comedy thing. But then I was thinking back, like, I grew up listening to comedy radio, like, ever since I was a kid. Like, all I did was listen to Bob Hope, Jack Benny, George Burns, like, all, all of those. Those old uh, comedians that yeah aren't like funny old anymore. comedians like that's all i ever listened to like going to bed at night i listened to them like in the car i would listen to them like i still listen to them sometimes so like i guess i'm more versed in like the older comedians as opposed to like the newer ones and i feel like you kind of keep up with the like the comic scene better yeah, than like kind of maybe i guess definitely more than you but i listen to kind of everybody throughout the ages most of the time but there are a few mm-hmm. like newer comedians that I stick to. Yeah, and you have a very um, specific style of humor. I feel like. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not like like sarcastic, witty humor. You know what I mean? A little dark. Yeah, like yeah, definitely a darker humor. Which yeah. I under like. I kind of I kind of like like darker humor too. But I also really like like dumb funny humor. Oh, Not I like, love slapstick. I love slapstick comedy. What now? What exactly is slapstick comedy? Slapstick is like uh, physical comedy. People like the Three Stooges and oh, okay, um, Laurel and Hardy and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I guess I never really watched a lot of slapstick. I think it's funny. Like I think Three Stooges is funny. Uh, I still love Three Stooges. I never really watched a lot of it, but or is um, what's like I Love Lucy? Would that be is that sitcom? Or is it's, that like slapstick? I Love Lucy is actually kind of sitcom slash slapstick because yeah. they did a lot of physical stuff, like the obviously the one famous scene at the candy mm-hmm. shop. 
the chocolate factory. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's almost like slapstick. Yeah, or the Vitamina Vegemin. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. You know, she actually got drunk when she did that. <laughs> like she was actually getting drunk so that it would be authentic. It's awesome. Inspiration for all of us. Mm. I love her. I wanted to put her on my um on my top five, but I couldn't find. We kind of decided to stick with stand up comics and not stage yeah like stage yeah comedians. not stage comics so i couldn't no, find anything of her just <laughs> stage comics that's what i'm talking about stage comics yeah yeah but not, i couldn't not find movie stage i know i couldn't find anything that was like stand-up of her or like any kind of reference i also didn't like research i just replaced her i'm sorry lucille ball i love you but yeah do you want to go first yeah are we just gonna, gonna go first jump into it we're gonna go back and forth all right back robbie um uh, What's your number five? My number five. So this is one that I had kind of, I didn't forget about them. But I kind of like, when I was making this list, I was like, who did I grow up with? Mm-hmm. And that would be Cheech and Chong. Cheech, Cheech Marin Chong. and Tommy Chong. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, I used to listen to some of their old records. Like, I, I vividly remember it. And I remember seeing their... They used to do like a, it was like stand-up slash comedy skits on stage uh-huh. in front of live audiences, and they were fucking hilarious. I used to watch them all the time, and I kind of forgot about that, and I was like, Cheech and Chong, like, I don't know they're still I've, funny. I don't know if I've ever actually watched any of their stuff. Really? Like, I know who they are. Like, obviously, the names are known, but like, I don't know if I oh. like know anything about them, really. Their movies are still amazing. I own like two of them. I should watch them. Maybe I have watched them and just don't remember watching them. I'm sure you have. Yeah. I mean, uh, Up in Smoke, Still Smoking. Um, <laughs> I've no, probably watched them. Um, uh, the Corsican Brothers. It was kind of like a play on like Robin Hood and the, the Princess Bride. Oh, I love that. I love and it was, that like was really parody funny. movies. Yeah. That movie is expensive, too. It's hard to find on DVD. Really? What's it called? The, the Corsican Brothers. The Corsican Brothers? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll re- try and... Re- I'm not going to remember it, but... No, you're not. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, they're awesome. And, like, I've been looking at their old vinyl again because I want to buy some of their old vinyl. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheech and Chong. Never dies. All right. Stoner comedy. I love it. It's your number five. <sighs> My number five, Robbie. You ready for this? No. Oh. How about now? Yep, good now. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. So my number five is Robin Williams. All right, he is also on my list. Yeah, I just think like in just talking as to like a stand up, just like just stand up because obviously he was a great actor and like mm-hmm. he did a lot of voiceovers. Like he was the he was genie in Aladdin. Like come on, we grew up with his voice. You can't in in like Patch Adams and. Uh, Jumanji, which was partially filmed in Keene, we have the pair of shoe like emblem on our on the wall, like yep. downtown. I think that he was just like his humor was so funny, and he can use like all of those different vo- like he uses all the different voices. You know, I just it was a not super dirty form of humor, but it got. Well, did you ever watch his specials? Yeah, I did. Well, I mean, like, He's you can get dirty dirtier comedian. than that. But, like, I don't know. He just made it funny. He didn't make it seem like it was, like, bad. No, he was very energetic and enthusiastic and, you know, wore his emotions on his sleeve. So everything just kind of came out in crazy form. But 
it was pretty dirty humor. So I guess I should probably just say it now since he's on my list. Oh, really? Yes, Robin Williams is my number one. Your number one? Which is, which is where it should be. Oh, sorry. So, I, I mean, I grew up with, you know, watching a lot of old TV shows like Happy Days and then Mork and Mindy. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with Robin Williams and then I found out that he had done comedy specials and I started watching all of his comedy specials and listening to his CDs and his tapes and literally everything. And wow. then some of my favorite movies are like Patch Adams. If you've never seen uh, The Awakening, um, he plays a very serious doctor. Or Yeah, he's a doctor. Yeah, I think I may have seen it. I don't, I don't remember it, but... It's based on a true story. Um, all these patients in this, like, psych ward. I think it was oh, in a psych ward. Oh, yes. Yes. They all I have, have, yeah. Yep. They all have encephalitis. Yes. And, like, they pretty much, like, freeze in time. And the doctor actually figures out a way to, to bring them back to life through, like... Like, one person reacts to, like, music. Another mm-hmm. person reacts to, like, radio or, you know, like, just different stuff. So it's it's a great movie. I absolutely remember that now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I own it on DVD. No big deal. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so, yeah. Robin Williams is very important in my life. Yeah. He was very a important. great comedian, great actor, great person. Do you know that yeah. he, um, he, like, started a fund or the, he started a special with, like, Whoopi Goldberg and Billy Crystal? Um, I think it was Billy Crystal. It was, like, an HBO special that ran for, like, ever. And it's raised, like, over, like, $80 million for, like, homeless people. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. He he was, like, so giving. He would always go on those, um, the... Uh, USO? The, yeah, yeah. USO? Is that what it was? Yep. USO tours. Yeah. I really respect anyone who, who, uh, devotes their time to do things like that. Like, comedy is so important, I feel like. Oh, it's, yeah. 100%. It's a great... Yeah it's great way to to like get the point across politically and like i like when comedy is used in like a political sense like that like i love yeah. all those sh- those show like during uh the elections when they were doing all this on like saturday night live and stuff i like let's that not get into sketch. saturday night live oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> they're trash now but yeah oh but like in terms Kate of McKinnon like, is the best i love her in terms of like overall successful comedians of all time mm-hmm. i think i think it's robin williams because you, you I mean you can argue th- shit like jerry seinfeld or like richard pryor richard pryor bob hope like people like that but they were only like experts in one field mm-hmm. robin williams was animated he was stand-up he was sitcom and he was movie i mean yeah. who else who else was on that level no one and like yeah. no one could ever give us like a mrs doubtfire like he did exactly. nobody could ever play go from being um doing stand-up about being like an alcoholic to being genie to playing jack to playing yep like, oh, yeah, i forgot about jack yeah like he took on so many roles like peter pan or yeah peter pan and hook like yep and his range of talent is so incredibly impressive oh yeah i, th- I think the only person that can kind of come kind of close but not completely because i don't think he's had enough time yet that would be like kevin hart in terms of what he's done you think so Kevin Hart has, I mean, the dude sells out, like, 40,000 people arenas. Like, that's crazy yeah. for a comedian. But, like, yeah. but in terms of, uh, like, movie roles and TV shows and stand-up specials, the only thing that Kevin Hart hasn't done is, I think he's, he hasn't been, like, an animated voice yet. Um, he, he may have been. I don't remember. But also, I don't think he can play a serious role. No, yeah, he's absolutely typecast. Exactly, he can never do it. So, which I, I, which is why I don't think he'll ever attain that level. 
of right. Robin Williams. I mean, and then Jerry Seinfeld, you can argue too, but for me, Jerry Seinfeld's stand-up is atrocious to me. Um, I was just gonna say I don't like Jerry no, Seinfeld. No, it's boring as fuck. And I've never watched Seinfeld, so I can't speak to the oh, TV really? show. But like, I don't think he's funny. His stand-up, his type of humor, like, is not funny to to me. The the show was the show was fine. I don't think it was anything groundbreaking. I mean, to me, it was it was fine. But I mean, but he has been animated. Has he? Yep, B movie. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. That was his movie. It was a good movie. I've seen bits um, and pieces. I don't know if he's been in any regular movies, but he does have a show. I used to watch it on Crackle.com. It was Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. I like that. It's on Netflix now. Is it? All you know, seasons, I think I may yeah. have seen that when I was, like, searching through comedy things. Yeah, it's actually, it's really good. I like it because he, he interviews different types of comedians. And they just they just talk bullshit over, like, breakfast and stuff like that. Oh, I love that. Breakfast is my favorite meal. I love to talk bullshit over breakfast any day. Yeah. Me too. We should start another podcast and call it Bullshit Bloody Marys and Breakfast and just talk bullshit about people while we eat bloody, while we drink Bloody Marys and eat breakfast. Um, I don't care for Bloody Marys, but. Well, you can drink whiskey and I'll drink Bloody Marys. I'm already drinking in the morning, Lauren. What else do you want? <laughs> I know. I love that it's morning for you and night for me right now. You God have to drink Christ morning sake. beers. We should do, we should do a meals beer episode. Like you, because you, you have to drink like. Because you're in the morning, you drink breakfast stouts and stuff like that, <laughs> and I'll find... That's a, such a bad idea. <sighs> I think it's a great idea. Ugh, I already struggle to keep up sometimes. Mm. But yeah, Robin Williams is my number one. It is your number five or four, <sighs> you said? What? Robin Williams is your five or four? Five. Five, okay. And listen, this was a last minute change. I changed it literally 20 minutes before the show. Yeah. Uh, so, hmm. Yeah. So now I have to kind of rearrange where I was going. <clears throat> so oh, she's going to be. All right. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to so, do your number four? What? I have a number four. Okay. I just, I'm going to replace my number five in my honorable mention. That was what I was going to do. Okay. We only so, need only one honorable mention. Only one. Otherwise we'll drag that's it out. Why, listen, that's why I switched it. I had to knock somebody off my honorable mention switched. so that I could put Robin Williams on my top five. Okay. All right. My number four is Dimitri Martin. Have you ever heard of him? Yes, I know who Dimitri Martin is. Okay. Um, I question your thought process on top five comedians of all time. Listen, this is my top five comedians. I not know, who and I you're think still the wrong. Top five comedians of all time <laughs> is. I think Dimitri Martin is funny, and I have a lot. I have really good memories of listening to his comedy albums. Okay. I like the fact that he is so fucking smart. I really like his intelligent comedy. Like, his just, like, one-liners, you're just like, oh, that was brilliant. And he's so fucking smart, like, just as a human being. Like, he went to Yale. He got accepted to, like, Harvard Business, Harvard Law School, but, like, went to a different law school because he got a full ride. Like, and then he dropped out of law school to become a comedian. But he has a nose like Toucan Sam. Well, listen. He's big. <laughs> We're not judging people based off their physical appearance here. I'm judging him based off his comedic <laughs> uh, talent. And I think he's incredibly talented, okay? I like his... I like his form of comedy. That's fine. I thought he was funny when I was 10, too. So. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Robbie. I, I remember I, his Comedy Central Presents. Yeah, yeah. Because um, after school, like middle school, I would rush home because Comedy Central Presents started at like 4, like 3.30 or 4. Right. And I would sit down and I would watch. They would do a half hour of 
each comedian, and that's where I learned about most of my stuff. But yeah, I'm, I remember him, and I remember him being funny. But maybe just because I'm, I'm oversaturated with hearing him, he's not funny to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. I had I have a good pace out on him. Like I listened to him. I found the first time I ever heard him. Um, I was a junior in high school, and it was his uh, jokes with guitar yep. bit. Um, and I would listen to it in my geometry class because, like, I aced my geometry class. It's the only math class I've ever been good at. <laughs> so I would just listen to his comedy like routines in this class and like me and my my friend who sat next to me like she would listen to them too and we would just sit there fucking laughing our asses off in the middle of class like while the teacher was teaching and she didn't give a fuck she didn't give a fuck it was great good excuse yeah yeah so i i like dimitri martin because i i like that kind of like dry intelligent comedy all right So. so lauren's number four is big nose guitar guy He's funny. <laughs> My number four is George Carlin. Well, Robbie? Do you not know who George Carlin is? Uh, no, I know exactly who George Carlin is. <laughs> Did you forget about it? my him? number two. Oh, okay, perfect. So, <laughs> I just had to turn the page so I could get my notes out. Yeah. So George Carlin, I mean, I started like watching his HBO specials when they would air him on like, cable and stuff like that. The guy, yeah. the guy was revolutionary in terms of just things he would say on air you know what i mean oh absolutely his like seven seven the, the curse words that uh, you can't sin. say yeah yeah he yeah. just goes through the whole thing like fuck dick shit ass cunt pussy like you, Do just, you know what they are i don't remember what the exact ones are but hmm. um why well, you remember you, you wrote them down we did this yeah that's why yeah no i absolutely um, did but even more than his specials i own all of his uh his books really he had yeah he had these books and they were they were kind of like bathroom readers Mm-hmm. They were like little little jokes and snippets, you know. And I love that. Yeah. Oh my god. And I used the first one I ever read was called Napalm and Silly Putty, <laughs> and I used to read that also weirdly during math class. And I would just be dying, just just from reading. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you know how, you know how funny you have to be to convey that kind of humor over a book. Oh, absolutely. The fact that he can translate his incredible like humor like this guy are you kidding me the things that he would say like just him talking about his like he was so anti-establishment and his he he would tell jokes about like religion he did not give a fuck he doesn't give a fuck and he tells it exactly how it is and that's what i love about him the fact that you can take that and translate it into written words and still get the same reaction is amazing yep oh yeah I mean, I wish I had Ellen, those books with Ellen me. does that, too. Have you ever read her books? No. Oh, I love reading her books because they're, they're funny. And, like, you can, like, read them as she would be saying them. And yeah. it, it, she does a great job. I love it. You know what's funny? Excuse me. Um, uh, Nick Offerman, who plays Ron Swanson. Yeah. I have both of his books. I know. I, I gave you one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I read them in his voice, which is makes just makes it even better. Yeah, you posted that on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I love that. Good. I gave you the uh, paddle without a... Uh, paddle your own canoe. Yeah, paddle your own canoe. Yep. I started reading it, and then um, I told you that I got it for you, and then I was like, oh, I guess I have to send it to him. <laughs> I'm never going to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one day I'll finish it. Yeah, right. So George Carlin. Now we are on... George Carlin. Number... Yeah, wow. George Carlin was your number two, you said? Yeah, we're going to go through our list pretty quick, because we've already checked two off of hey, both of our lists. okay. 
we got to other wow. topics. I like that we have like the same kind of my last one, not so much, but that we're matching on like the same comedy that we listen to. <laughs> as long as Dane Cook is not on your top list. Um, fuck Dane. Thank Cook. you, God. Mm-hmm. Or Amy Schumer. Um, okay. <clears throat> oh, listen, I need another beer. Already? Or yeah, are you just don't want to finish this... that one? No, no, I finished it. I finished the whole thing. Look. Just like a woman. <laughs> just like a woman. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Uh, all right, can we take a beer break? Yeah, I guess, yeah, because I have a giant fucking wine bottle of beer here. You have another wine bottle beer? No, I'm just saying I have a wine bottle of beer. Oh, <laughs> this um, I'm very excited for my next beer because all my other beers have a theme. What was, the, what theme. was the first one called? Well, no, I said all my other beers. This one. No, oh, that wasn't part I of just, it? <laughs> I, had to drink a, I, I had to drink a wheat beer because <sighs> I promised our listeners that I would, so I did. True. And it wasn't that bad. I liked it, actually, uh, the more that I drank it, it started to actually taste like a peach ring, so. And I don't have that weird aftertaste that I usually get. I think maybe a half of Hefeweizen I would like better than a white. Than a white IPA? No, than a white, like a white, like a Belgian white. I mean, aren't they different? Like an Allagash white? <clears throat> like, I don't I don't like Allagash white as much as I like this Hefeweizen. I don't, I don't, so. I don't know if I've had an Allagash white. Hmm. All right. Can I go get a beer? No. <laughs> well, too bad. All right. Beer break. Beer break. While Robbie and Lauren are getting a new beer, let's take this time to remind all you out there that you can follow us on all our social media platforms, such as on Instagram, at The Brew Interviews, or Twitter, at Brew Interviews. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, contact them at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we are back from our beer break. Lauren, what are you drinking now? All right, Robbie. I said that I had a theme for the rest of the beers that I'm going to drink for this episode. Can you guess what that theme is? Gay. <sighs> no. Damn it. Um, so the rest of the beers that I'm going to be drinking for the episode are clown shoes. Because we're doing comedy. Hi. <laughs> I thought that that was funny. Yeah. So <laughs> All right, so um, this one is the Zebra Warren. It's a double IPA, uh, and it's brewed with mango and pink guava. Um, and Clown Shoes is out of uh, Ipswich, Mass. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and they they made um, both of our top beers. Uh, right when we did our top top five favorite beers, you had the Peach Kolsch, and I had the Clown Shoes pa- Space Cake. That wasn't my top one. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was it? It was. You definitely had clown shoes on your top five. Yeah, it was on my list. It wasn't my top beer. Hmm. What, Whatever. What episode? Our, our second episode. Second. Third. We did <laughs> video games our second. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm going to open this. It's, um, oh, shit. Oof. Um, it is an 8% beer. 8%. 8% ABV. Double. I'm going to just pour a little bit of it out here. Um, it's kind of orangey, ambery, kind of hazy. I should have washed that glass. Hang on. <laughs> now it tastes like duty. Oh. Mmm. Oh, God, that's so nice. That's so good. I don't know if it's just really good because I just drank a beer that I'm not used to drinking. Mmm. <laughs> that guava, dude. I feel like usually when you, 
um, drink a beer with guava in it, you really don't taste the guava. I don't know what guava tastes like, so. Because, like, guava in general, like, if you ate guava, like, it's not a super... Maybe I'm confusing that with papaya. I don't know. Like, papaya is not... Have you ever eaten papaya? I have. Yeah, it's, like, not super, like, It's not super intense. sweet, yeah. It's kind of a subtle... Yeah. It's like a, I feel like guava is the same way, right? I don't remember. I don't think I've ever had a, just a straight guava. I don't know. Damn, I don't either. I feel like, though, when I drink beers that say they're brewed with guava, like, you don't really taste the guava. You brew... You drink... You taste, like, whatever else it was brewed with. Yeah. But this... I taste the guava over the mango. And that's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's super good. It's, um... It's sweet. It's kind of, it's juicy. It doesn't have a wicked thick mouthfeel, but uh, it definitely has like a thickness to it. It's a good name for a porno. It's, what? It's a good name for a porno. Wicked thick mouthfeel. <laughs> it's really got a thickness to it. <laughs> no, wicked thick mouthfeel. <laughs> wicked thick. I'm sure that it, that is the name of a porno. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, if any of you know <laughs> the video, wicked thick <laughs> mouthfeel. <laughs> Robbie, look at this can though. It's a guy riding a zebra. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I think I've seen people post this. I like it. It looks like, if I remember... I love their can art, dude. It looks like Danny DeVito, right? Yeah, it does look right? kind of like Danny DeVito. Yeah. Well, I looks, it kind of looks more like the guy who plays Mad-Eye Moody. <laughs> That's what I get when I look Mad at Eye it. Moody. If If the guy who played Mad-Eye Moody had a baby with that guy from uh, The Walking Dead, that would be this guy. Which guy? The, um, That stupid fucking hick who like said that he, they could get him get them to like the government or whatever and then he was like no one and then you're like ah oh, you almost oh. fucking killed everyone he's so stupid with the mullet yeah with the fucking mullet yeah. that guy like he like he, yeah like, that guy he like made the cure or he's like he was like trying to make the cure or some shit i don't remember. yeah he's like oh i know how to do it i just have to get to this one place <laughs> and put That's, everyone's life at risk we'll save bitching about walking the dead walking dead another episode because i could i could do a whole episode about complaining about that show I stopped after they killed Glenn. I didn't watch any more episodes. I, I think I watched. Did I watch? I think I watched the season after that. But nope, I stopped. I, I, was I keep like, telling myself you. that. I keep telling myself, nope, this is it. I'm done. And then I'm like, fuck, it's on Netflix. So then I I watch it. Ugh. That was absolutely my final straw. Yeah. If you if you want a good zombie show, watch I Zombie. I love I Zombie. Yeah. I fucking love I Zombie, and they have a dog named Major. Yep. Yep. <sighs> I want to get a, a corgi no, no, no. name it Major. Major. Major is the guy's name. Minor oh, was yeah. the name of the dog. Oh, yeah, because he has the same name as Minor. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yep. Um, uh, Raul Coley, he's the guy that plays Ravi. Yeah. He, is, he like, guest appearances on uh, one of the YouTube channels I watch all the time. So it's really weird. Oh, like, really? Because I, like, I knew who he was before I even started watching the show. So I didn't mm-hmm. really know his character. And now that I watch the show, too, it's kind of cool seeing both sides of it you know because he's really funny yeah, outside never... of the show really he's, he's like dry humor sometimes and it's just fucking hilarious i've never seen him outside of that show but i think he's very very funny yeah he's, in it. he's cool gosh i love comedy okay you didn't get a new beer right nope still still got a bunch <laughs> yeah he's drinking it's literally like a wine bottle of beer i don't know i gotta look at the size of what it is because i think it's bigger than like a normal it's not 750 that's a 750. It is 750, but it it looks bigger. It it is a very robust bottle. Yeah. I wonder if the glass is thicker. It definitely feels it. Oh, I already feel this clown shoes, dude. <laughs> By the way, clown shoes was my number five on the top beers. 
Yeah, that's I said. It made your top beers. Yeah, and then you said it was like your number one, and I said no. No, I said it made both of our tops. Like I'll it made send it both back. of our top beers. <laughs> no, <laughs> I knew what I meant. Uh, so what are we on? Okay, wait. Three. I, uh, yeah, my number three. I think. Sure. <laughs> All right. Here wait. Here we go. All right. I don't want to hear any flack for this, Robbie. Do you understand? You already said no to Dane Cook and all that stuff, so I think I'm okay. Okay, good. My number three is Ellen DeGeneres. Motherfuck. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Listen, I love Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Her stand-ups, have you ever seen her stand-up comedy? That's where I I first started like watching her when I was a little kid was her stand-up, and then I watched her show, and then... Uh, yeah, her stand-up is fucking hilarious. Yeah, pretty, she has like a weird dry humor too. Sometimes. Yeah, I think I really like dry humor. Yeah. Either like dry or in your face. Yeah. Like humor. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know. She's just so. Not only is she just like a really funny comedian, but like she's a really good human being. <laughs> I love Ellen, and, yeah. and she's like an icon for like the gay community, obviously. So. Aside from that, saving the gorillas bullshit. But yes, I agree. Robbie, <laughs> she does a lot more for humanity. Okay, I know. I know. as a she does things for nature and humans. Nature. And who let's listen to me? You always say you that. Know, you always say <laughs> listen. Like bitch, that's all I'm doing is listening. Yeah, headphones in. Good. It better be what you're doing, Robbie. I, I'll try not to say it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Sir. Sir. Ma'am. Do you want me? To- do you want me to just yell, sir? Sir. <laughs> sir. Oh, do you know how hard it was to just come out to you over the internet? Oh, you're talking about I, gay? I came out to you over a, a Facebook message. You know how scary that was? And you're like my best friend. Yeah. Ellen came out to the entire, uh, yeah, yeah, everyone. That's true. Everyone on her show. Yeah. All at once. Although, that might not have been so bad if everyone just fucking knew all at once. But to ha- <laughs> save you some at time. That, seriously, would have saved a lot of time. Oh, to have the courage to do that at in that time period in this country is the most incredible bravery that I could ever imagine. Yeah, like coming from a personal spot like that. The fact that she does that, and the only message that she carries through everything is to be kind to one another like she's just a genuine human yeah. and she's funny as fuck and i just think that that's great she does an episode of uh comedians and cars getting coffee oh yeah i saw i saw it um when i was googling things earlier i didn't get a chance to watch it though yeah it's a good one all right i'll watch it right. <laughs> what's your number three robbie um oh i clicked out of the thing here it is my number three comedian of all time is Patton oswalt he's the short guy right Yep, short little chubby guy. Yeah. He plays he plays Remy on Ratatouille. Oh, does he? Oh yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Which is like which has kind of become like my, my favorite Disney Pixar whatever. Oh, movie. Ratatouille is one it's of the amazing. best. Amazing. Yeah. I so and, listen, wait, oh, can I just tell a quick story? What's the story? Oh wait, hold on, my dog is also drinking water really loudly. <laughs> you thirsty, bud? You feel better? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You just like to, I just like to check Feel in with better. him. Well, I don't know if he needs more. He'll let me know. <laughs> Will he talk to you? Are dogs talking to you? 
Um, no, but we, we like connect. We know. I know what he needs. It's we share fine. the same language. Sometimes I clean him with my tongue. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Have you seen the episodes of, like, My Strange Addiction where this lady, like, fucking licks her cat? Like, she, like, <laughs> grooms her cat with her mouth? Have you seen it? It's on The Office. It's disgusting. That's so gross. Have you seen that episode of The Office where Angela has that security camera? Yeah, yeah. And she, like, coughs up a hairball at work, and they're like, what the fuck? She's like... Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Oh, man. So what was I saying? What were we talking about? So, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is one of my favorite comedians, probably within the last five years or so. Mm -hmm. Mostly because I love storytelling comedians. I mean, that's why I like, actually, pretty much all my... George Carlin is a little bit of a one-liner sometimes. Yeah. But he does, he like, he, he elongates those stories, you know what I mean, into stories. Yeah, he's a good, so good. he's a good, he flows very well. Where, yeah. But Patton Oswalt, he was, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was like a creative writer major in college or some shit, like kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell because his jokes are like fart and dick humor, but they're, they're done so eloquently and uh-huh. so well written and they're so dry and funny and fucking dark sometimes and it's just and it kills me every single time i mean like my my friend from work we quote him all the time there are like two or three comedians that we constantly quote to each other and we're the only ones that get the joke but fuck everybody else we don't really care you know what i mean yeah well that's your comedian like. exactly and because one of the jokes is uh oh, it's really bad but <laughs> Once again, Tell it's me. dark, but it's it's talking about. <laughs> See, it won't convey well over a podcast, but he's talking about. Um, I think he was talking about like why comedians are so much worse personally than strippers, and like okay. you know what I mean. I know, like, but he was talking about. I think he was talking about a stripper, and he's like, "Oh, her father must have raped her in a Garfield mask." Oh my God. <laughs> and he just and he just does like this raping my daughter in a Garfield mask. Like it's it's so funny. It's so bad, oh but it's God. so funny. And we do that all the time at work. Like, <laughs> all right. So watch the whole bit before you make yes, any any, any sort judgments. of judgment. But it's so cause... funny. But he, but he also has a daughter, and he nowadays he puts his daughter into his jokes, and they're they're cute, but they're also very funny because they keep his same style going throughout them, uh-huh. which is always great. Um, unfortunately, his his wife actually passed away. I was just gonna say, uh, isn't his wife ago? the one who wrote the book uh, that caught the Golden State Killer? I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I'm pretty sure she was a comedy writer and a writer. Robbie, I'm pretty sure that sh- his wife is like the reason they caught the Golden State Killer. Maybe, but yeah, when she when she passed away, uh, that really sucked because it was kind of like out of nowhere. Yeah, and he, and you can tell it definitely affected his comedy, but. Mm-hmm. He has a newer, a newer stand-up special on Netflix, and he, he does. He talks about that like on stage about the death of his wife, and then, but also wow. kind of makes makes jokes about how he's like now a single widower and all this stuff like that, which is great because that's I mean laughter is yeah. the best well, medicine, right? So, well, exactly. Like using comedy to cope with like things like depression and anxiety, like is so important. Oh my god, I am like the poster child for using comedy to cope with things. Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, like, that's why it's I like feel comedy. Like- Jack Daniels. It's like okay, <laughs> Robbie. Don't joke see what about I mean? Him. I just I see what I mean. I just did it. <laughs> I'm horribly depressed. Oh no, Robbie. We can talk. We can talk. I'm here to listen. Yeah. 
For anyone out there who struggles with depression and anxiety, like, please talk to someone because there is somebody out there who cares and wants to listen. And it's it's really important that you talk to people just on a more serious note because that's something I feel very strongly about. So I hit I had an anxiety attack for my first time ever. It was probably about two months ago. Um, I'm a planner. As you know, I like to plan things. I like to make sure I know what's going on. You know, like I just have the steps. Yes, that's why and, I need you. Yeah, right. And um, we had we had a, a thing that I got thrown into at work, like last minute. And it, mm-hmm. and it changed my whole schedule for like the next month. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, shit, I have, to, I have to get everything ready. I have to do this. I have to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Like within the span of a week plus normal work thrown in. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a full-fledged panic attack. Oh, no. And I was like, <gasps> like, what is this? And, like, um, I messaged Mitch, and I was like, what does a panic attack feel like? What does it feel like, like, Robbie? It's oh, it's so weird. It's hard to explain. You're just like, it... like, nothing else, at least for me, nothing else in my head was just, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't decide what to do. And I was just breathing heavy, and I was just standing there, and I'm like, this horrible sense of dread oh no but it like it wasn't even like a super bad situation it just it's just like i wasn't prepared for this big situation right right it's like it's like going to like hang out with your friends but all of a sudden you're getting thrown on stage to do a, a speech about you know dna like you what <laughs> like <laughs> wait what just happened fuck <laughs> and, yeah. and that's what it was for me and i feel like yeah, that's it's crazy robbie i feel like that's my constant state of being no it is not I kind of do. I feel so all the time. I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know how to, I don't know how to separate priorities. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. I, Cause I, I can't like, I can't decide. I think you're just unorganized. <laughs> well, I think that I need to work on my, the problem is that I can't organize myself because I get too distracted with everything. Yeah. Well, I Maybe think I there's, should. I think there's anxiety, which we all have. And some people a little worse than others. Mm-hmm. But anxiety attack is, like, immobilizing. I think that I had one once uh, in yeah. college. I think that I messaged sure. you after I had it. Like, I, something, I don't remember what it was. Like, something was really stressing me out. And I was in a new environment. Like, I never lived on my own before. And I didn't have a roommate at the time. And yep. I didn't really have a lot of friends because it was very early into college. And I was just, like, in my yep. room, like, hyperventilating and, like, not knowing what's going on. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was pacing, but I didn't realize I was pacing until, yeah. like, ten minutes later. I was like, what the fuck, dude? It's a shock to the system. I mean, when I first moved out here, I was I was fucking alone. I had nobody. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. And it's like, man, it's like sometimes you just want to fucking, like, cry because you don't know what to do. You're just like, ugh. Yeah, but it goes I'm glad away. that we're doing this. Yeah. I'm glad that we're doing this. <laughs> I'm editing all this shit out. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have no emotions, Lauren. I am a robot. Okay. You're not a robot, Robbie. You're allowed to have. I, I am the rock for my friends. <laughs> you don't have to be the rock, Robbie. You can depend <laughs> on other people. I've I've recently learned that um to ask for help. I would never yeah. ask somebody to go out of their way to help me with something. It but depends believe- what it is. Mm, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it because I don't yeah. like inconveniencing people but I've recently like started being like okay if I'm willing to help somebody like they should be willing to help me and if they're not willing to help me then why am I friends with them so yeah. I've been asking for help more and the people that help me guess what they're really good people and it shows and the people who are a little more reluctant 
it also shows. It's it's yep. a really good way of um, thinning out people in your life who who aren't actually going to be there for you when you need them. Yeah. Then why so. am I still here? What? <laughs> so then why am I still here? What are you talking about? <laughs> Robbie, you're a fantastic friend. Because even if I you. You, you shit on me all the time, and I love it, but when if I ever like put myself down, you're like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's my job, you bitch. You're, yeah, you're like you're doing just fine in life. You're you're you have a good job. You you make money. You have your own apartment. You take care of a dog. You take care of a cat. You're fine. I'm like, okay, Robbie, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I notice I do that. I I give a lot of people shit. I think I mostly do it if I like you. But oh, I think that, I think I think that comes off bad sometimes. Oh, I don't. I I think it's funny. You're like you fucking dumb bitch. I'm like yeah yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I go to the extreme with you sometimes because I know you're you yeah. Can take it and it's I th- fine. I know but, you're joking. Yeah, I mean I I mean I have friends that I can fucking just destroy, and I know it's fine because they'll do it right back to me, and I love it. Yeah, exactly. But there there are other people where I I I know that they don't like that sense of humor, so I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm kind of able to adapt to, because like like Alice and Alex and Hillary, I don't do that shit to them. Oh no, absolutely I just, not. I just, not that they're not funny or they don't enjoy comedy, but I just know that they wouldn't enjoy that kind. Yeah, you know, you can. You're very good at reading crowds. Like you and yeah. I are very adaptable people. Like yeah. you know, I, I do it to Allison a little joke. bit. <laughs> I do it. I yeah. do it to Allison with like nonverbal cues sometimes. Like she'll just be like super drunk and just do something ridiculous, and I'm like. Come on, and she's it. like, "Oh yeah, you're right." <laughs> like, and, and you I have always the call best looks. Thank you. I always call her on her bullshit, and she. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it is. I I was listening to one of our episodes, and you, you said something, and like I thought it was really funny, but I was like, somebody's gonna hear that and think that he's like just a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't care. Controversy I, creates listeners. I started I started listening to this podcast called. Um, beer and broads and i was feeling a little bit self-conscious about our podcast like because we haven't really gotten a lot of feedback from people so the only people i'm getting feedback from are people that i know so i'm 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 like a little weary about what i want to say on our podcast and i don't want to do that but i was listening to them and they're they're just like saying whatever the fuck they want and i'm like these bitches are great fuck yeah i love them like yeah so i i it Thanks for boosting my confidence, gals. <laughs> so what was it called? I think beer, it's funny. Beer I don't and care. What? Yeah, beer and broads. I fo- beer and broads. I started following them on my personal Instagram, and they started a live feed. Like I think I was just following them because I was like, oh, I like beer and broads. Like, <laughs> and then and then they came. They like I got a notification about like a live stream, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh okay, like I, I'll watch it. And I was like, oh these girls are like really funny so the next day at work i like look them up they're on what is it earth hotel it's like a podcasting service like i don't they might be on itunes i don't know where else they are i just listen to them on my computer at work but they just drink like a heineken and like angry orchard and just like talk yeah earth, what is about, it called earth hotel earth hotel is like the where their where their podcast <laughs> is hosted that is that is the worst site name I've ever heard in my I life. I know. If you go to their if you go to their Instagram, it's like the web link on their Instagram, and like, I was like, I don't fucking understand how this works, but they might be on iTunes too. I'm not know. sure. Maybe it was just free, and they're like, fuck it. Yeah, I think I it's like a a local hosting 
site, I think. Like it's yeah, from because they're in like Alabama. It's like Birmingham. Yeah. So it's like these southern chicks and they're just so badass and like one of them has like this huge fucking ass dog and she like worked in a gun store and like the other one works in a pet store and this is just like I fucking hate everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. They're so funny. Earth Hotel. Just might as well just call it Dirt House. What the fuck? (laughs) Well, they started out like I was listening. I haven't listened to all their episodes. They have a shit ton of episodes. Like I only got to like maybe 14 or something, but like the first episode they had some weird name and like the next episode they're like nah we're gonna call it beard bronze <laughs> but oh, it was man. good they talk about whatever the fuck they want i love it i don't understand half the stories but i think they're hilarious to listen to speaking about talking about whatever we want we should probably get back to the topic oh robbie i literally drank this whole beer it's gone are you fucking serious yeah i, I it's so good fuck well your first one was like a four point whatever right yeah, my first one was a four point something. This is an eight percent. Guess how high my next one is. Nine point four. It's nine something. This one's seven point six, and it's been honestly, a whole Robbie. Pint, so. Honest, I'm gonna. Can I get real honest with you right now? Do I have to edit this out? No. Um, I have been chugging these beers tonight because I'm so excited for this last beer, and all I've wanted to do for the past week is drink it, but I've been saving it. For this episode, you drank three beers in the in the in the span of like an hour and twenty minute podcast episode. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man! So but do you need I another really, one right now? What? Do you need another? I want to drink this beer. That's why I chugged these beers because I want to drink this beer right now. Well, let's fucking go. Another beer break. Beer break. Go. Well, it looks like Lauren and Robbie are off to get another beer. Seems like a lot of beer, you two. I know I'm supposed to plug your social media and such, but have you ever considered the idea that you might have a drinking problem? Are my words falling on deaf ears? Oh, I'm so alone during these cutaways. Be sure to check out their social media and their Patreon, I guess. Now, back to the show. And we are back from Lauren's third beer break. I know, you always get drunk. Here I am. Yeah, I get kind of drunk. The last, like, at least three to four episodes, I've just been pounding them and not realizing it. I know. You go, like, you're, like, chugging them, and I'm drinking. I'm, like, halfway through my first one, and you're, like, on your third. And I Well, I think I know why, because a lot of the time, like, like my first beer will be, like, a a bigger one, like a pint or something like that. You know what I mean? But then the other ones, my filler beers, as I call them, will be the smaller cans of just something to fill that space. That's true. Or you drink like really light beers. Like there was one that you had that was only like three point five, and then Dude. you you were like, "Well, fuck that." So Def- like, definitive brewing, man. Yeah, I mean it's a good beer, but like you drink it quickly because it's not a heavy a heavy drink. Yeah, I I have some pale ales in the fridge that I'm really excited about. <sighs> Robbie, can I tell you how excited I am about the beer that I have right now? Nope. Oh well, I'm gonna <laughs> anyways. So this is another clown shoes because I'm sticking with the comedy theme, clown comedy. I literally chugged the first two beers because I am so excited to try this beer. I was in Brewtopia, just walking around, looking to see what he had new. And I saw this and I saw chocolate and I was like, okay, well, I just had stouts on episode nine. So like, I'm kind of digging stouts right now. And then it said chocolate sombrero, Mexican style chocolate stout. Let me tell you. I, Mexican hot chocolate is probably one of my fucking favorite things ever. So this beer 
it um also it's a nine percent uh abv so it makes sense here we go um is, is it kind of like a with, what is it kind of like a horchata i i still didn't hear what you said horchata i don't know what that is horchata it's like a is it mexican i think it's like a like a hot chocolate kind of deal isn't it oh i don't know it's horchata Oh, dear God. What a I what? I like it. <laughs> Sorry, but we were we were playing Uno at work because um, <laughs> we had nothing to do. But I love Uno. I don't really speak Spanish, but I just put words together that I know. And I would I would do like the soccer voice every oh time God. somebody would play like a certain <laughs> card. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was um, yeah. Let's just say they got annoyed really quickly. Like. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like someone, somebody would down, down like a two green, and I would be like, Verde! <laughs> Uno Blanco! Like I love that. Can you, like, come narrate all my board games and, like, card games and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that would be great. Anyway, go back to what you were talking about. <laughs> so, like I said, this is Chocolate Sombrero. It's a Mexican-style chocolate stout. It's brewed with extra chocolate malts, ancho chili, cinnamon, and vanilla extract. So I, I have really, if this disappoints, I'm going to be really upset about it because I have very high expectations for this description. Yeah. All right, hold on. I have to do my snap uh, koozie. Like minor just, minor was, minor was like laying on the ground next to me and I did that and he like jumped like two feet in the air. It was hilarious. <laughs> Hashtag bad dog mom. Oh, shut up. Wow. This <laughs> literally exploded all over my computer screen. <clears throat> That's what he said. I don't have anything to wipe it off with, so oh well. That's also right. what he said. Wow, it smells spicy. So just like the, I think this has a like a reddish. Oh, I I literally was just so brave and poured this over my computer. It's so dark you can't see through it at all. But it the foam looks like it has a little bit of a reddish tone to it, and I don't know if that's my lighting or the chili that they brew it with. But you ready for this? Go for it. I'm going to give it a little while to warm up before I judge this one. Yeah, for porters and stouts, got to give it a minute. Just yeah, it's it's absolutely too cold to yeah. to judge it right now. Very true. So I, I'm the the one in the glass is going to warm up faster. Yeah. So, so while that is warming up, we should continue with our top five favorite comedians. What is your number two? Or your number two. My number two. That's right. Because you said my number one and I said your number two. Yeah, right. It's your number two because my number two is George Carlin. All right, can you guess my number two? I don't know if you can. Your number two. I doubt. You can. My guess, my guess, uh, my guess would have been Richard Pryor, but I know yeah. that he's not on your top five, so I don't he know. He's not. My number two is Tom Segura. Fucking god damn it, Robbie! I, I knew that. Yeah, I'm okay. pissed. <laughs> Tom Segura. Son of a bitch. We talked about this on our first goddamn episode. Exactly. I love his podcast, Your Mom's House. If you ever get a chance, Mm. check it out. It's him and his wife, Christina Pajinski. She is also a stand-up comic. I just watched her. I just watched her special on Netflix. Uh, Mother Inferior. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's fucking hilarious, right? Um, I thought she was. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I I I thought that she was funny. I, I don't get me wrong. Her comedy isn't exactly my style of comedy i appreciate her her approach to her stand-up um i thought it was funny i laughed at part of it but some of it i was just like 
I understand why people would think that's funny, but like I just like it doesn't tickle my fancy. Yeah. But her husband, Tom Segura, he is it's weird. He's he's one of those comedians that it's like once in a lifetime where they just kind of come into your life and they're just like holy shit. And that's the way like Robin Williams was. That's the way um like George Carlin and Cheech and Chong for me. Yeah. His comedy, I don't know how many times I can just listen to it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, he has three stand-up specials on Netflix. Okay. Uh, mostly stories, Disgraceful, and I forgot the name of the other one, but they're all fucking amazing, and they're fucking hilarious. You need to check them out, seriously. Okay. If, they're if all you like Netflix? My, they're all on Netflix, and if you like my humor, you would, you'll love his stuff. And... I think I think I figured out the reason why I love him so much. He is a storyteller, which is what I like. But at the same time, his he chooses his words very carefully. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like that at first, but the more you listen to him, there's not a lot of filler. There's not a lot of ums and buts and likes and you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he, he just, delivers well. He very well. And it doesn't sound like it at first cuz a lot of his jokes are kind of whatever. But he is so well-spoken, and he knows what he wants to say, and he does it. And I think that's what I love about him most, is because he's organized and, and you know what I mean? Like, like, what's the word I want? Steady. Planned. like plan, st- plan, steady. Like, he does the same thing every time. He knows what he wants to say. Mm-hmm. And I love that, because a lot of comedians sometimes nowadays are, are just so much filler and so much blah. Like, it's like, you could have yeah. said that in ten less words. Oh, what do they call what do they call those like uh like a throwaway joke like they just throw them into their set like it's just like a joke it's, that they tell like in kind of in between stories yeah does he yeah, have like throwaway of, jokes or no i don't think so i think all of this stuff has a reason well that's what i mean like a lot of comedians right now like just use throwaway jokes but like it sounds like tom doesn't no i don't think he does i think, I think like he's, if you listen to his podcast he's a very judgmental person Oh, and it's God. but but in a funny way so it's it's good yeah like and, when you're people watching with your best friend kind of yeah. judgmental and his delivery is so amazing and he does this one joke i'm not gonna go over the joke but he yells <laughs> it sounds stupid over a podcast but he, he yells the word bikes 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 and with, within the joke it's fucking hilarious but it's kind of grown like a cult following this term bikes okay I have I have a shirt that just says bikes. <laughs> Why? What is what is funny about bikes? You have to watch the episode. All right, which is it on one of his specials? Watch all three of them. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed with any of them. Yeah, but like, where does the bike reference come from? It comes from an episode of um, Scared Straight. I love that show. Exactly, and so does he, and that's where it kind of okay. comes from. But it, it it's fucking hilarious. So now, no, which special I, is it on? I, I'd have to check again. I think it's mostly stories. Okay, so but if people were to Google um, Tom Segura bikes, would they? Oh, would they get it right pop away. Up? Okay, you know, right good. away. That's what I wanted to. Right. <laughs> but he he yells that. He goes, we'll put a link. We'll put a link in the description. Yeah, and it's just it's perfect. He is like one of those perfect comedians that just fits the bill of everything. Like it's just perfect all across. All right. And I think the only thing he hasn't done is, like, movies and animated stuff. I think he's doing a sitcom right now. Like, he like they just started filming or something along those lines. All right. But I'm very excited because he's amazing. And I quote him nonstop. 
Okay, so I'll watch all of his specials so I can keep yes. up with your um, comedy. Yeah. I, I Again, his wife was funny. It's not my type of humor, but if you think Robbie's funny, like, you might think she's funny, so. Oh, good. Or if you know who Tom Segura is, like, check out his wife. Segura. Like, we'll be at work, and I'll be on one side of the room. We don't do it as much anymore. I'll be on one side of the room. My friend Mitch will be on the other side of the room, and I'll just, like, we'll just be working at our computers working and i'll look up and i'll go bikes <laughs> and he'll just be and he'll look and he'll do the same thing like it's oh i love it it's funny i love when you can connect with people over like comedy like that dude that's how that's how we became close friends mitch and i like we just we we're both fans of comedy we just started quoting the fuck out of tom segura so i love that yeah, I love when you have like a non sort of mainstream thing to like connect over. Some yeah, it's with. like it's like a cult classic movie. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what is your uh, number one? Right? Oh my god! Yeah, because my number two was uh, George <clears throat> Carlin. Oh, yep. can I tell a can I tell a fun fact about George Carlin? Go for it. Fun fact. <laughs> okay, so George Carlin, uh, he grew up in New York and he lived in New York. But do you know where he spent most of his summers? Hampton Beach. No, uh, Spofford Lake. Really? Yes. Um, wait, hold on. It was called George uh, Carlin. Um, it was called the. It was Camp Notre Dame on Spofford Lake, which was a Catholic, a boys' Catholic camp. When he was when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah, when he was like a like a teenager or whatever, um, because he was raised uh, Irish Catholic. Yep. So he he literally spent his summers about five minutes down the road from where I grew up. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Also, he got uh, kicked out of that camp because he <laughs> because Makes he stole sense. some uh, some camera film from a local grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> so. George Carlin, guys, yeah. right connection, right in my my home roots, my home roots, love it. So, what is your number one then? <sighs> All right. So, do you remember how your number one was a comedy duo? My number, number five. Five. Your, do you remember how your number five <laughs> was a comedy duo? Yes. Well, my number one is a comedy duo. Okay. Um, and this mostly comes from a nostalgic standpoint, because as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, I grew up listening to old radio show comedy. Um, and I know that we talked about only talking about stand-up comics, but I really feel like because they got their start on radio, like that could be classified as a stand-up comic because literally all you hear is their voice. And when you go to a stand-up comedy show, like, you're just watching them on stage. And that even gives you more visual effect than just listening to somebody. Yep. So you ha- kind of have to have more talent to just be a radio um, comedian than a stand-up comedian. Because you, you have no visual effects as opposed to just your voice. Yes, but you also don't have an audience that is reacting to you automatically. Yeah, which makes it even harder because you have nothing to feed off I think of. It, I think it's easier and because it, if you well, have no, nothing. And, well, and to be completely honest, I think that when they were like performing like vaudeville. Oh, shit. Okay, so my t- my number. <laughs> Keep going. So my number one is um, George Burns and Gracie Allen. Okay. Um, just because I grew up listening to them. Uh George Burns on his own was a an amazing comedian. He was an amazing actor. Like he played God. Like he was <laughs> like him and 
settle down neighborhood jesus christ him and uh morgan freeman like come on like um and even before his duo with with gracie like he was still on that track to become like a a great comedian um i totally lost my train of thought that (laughs) (sighs) okay so i grew up listening to them um they formed their duo in in uh 1922 like that's how old these people are they're about as old as they're older than Betty White for Christ's sake um and and I really liked them because they had like a a straight man punchline duo and and when they first started out um George writes wrote all of their jokes yeah so he was writing them so that he would be the funny guy like he would give Gracie the, the setup the, like straight line he would try and throw the punchline and it, they would die every time yeah. and like one one set he put in her being the punchline and it killed so she became the punchline after that and it worked so well because he has such like a dry delivery and she's just like plays this like ditzy housewife yeah and it's so funny but she was such she she was performing before they got together anyways she was part of like a her sisters were like an Irish dancing crew or something like that. But um, I just, I really liked, I liked the fact that they were, they ran a, um, a comedy duo radio show um, called the adventures of Gracie in like 34. And then two years later renamed it to like the Burns show, the Burns show, the Burns and Allen show. Um, And that ran until like, 1950 they were yeah. on air forever and then and then they just turned it over to tv like they took this radio show that had been running forever and turned it to tv for another eight years the fact that they could maintain that sort of audience with their comedy for that long is incredible yeah that kind of it reminds me of my honorable mention which we'll get into but yeah okay yeah i agree it's good i feel I feel like I had to take a lot of breaths to get that in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Also, I poured this beer out, so I'm going to give it another chance. I mean, it's fine. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. Um, welcome, welcome to my world. I, th- <laughs> um, I think that if it had a thicker mouthfeel, I would be more satisfied. But <laughs> You can't just say shit like that and not expect anything uh, did you know it as you were saying it oh trust me i picked my words very carefully <laughs> i wish it had a thicker mouth feel in my mouth but in in all honesty like i really wish that it it did have a thicker mouth feel because we need we need flavor- to come up with our own terms it's not spicy it's, it's not chody enough for you it's it's robust it's like it's um got a really good roasted taste to it but like if you like um your cold brew black you'd probably like this beer it's clown shoes right yes also clown shoes from ipswich mass cool we should go there when are you coming home uh never so now that we've gone over our top five we're each gonna give an honorable mention Somebody who we think very highly of, but couldn't make our top five list for whatever reason it was. For me personally, it's I had so many comedians on like a personal, a personal level that affected me, that he got pushed a little bit. But 
still great. Yeah, well, I told you earlier that I, I switched it about 20 minutes, so my top five, my five became my honorable mention. Yeah. yeah. All right, do you want to go first? Uh, Sure. My honorable mention is Don Rickles. Oh, we talked about him in one of our podcasts, too, because it was we, like the year anniversary of his death, right? Yeah. Um, fucking hilarious comedian back from, the, I think he started in the 50s? I, I, I honestly I don't know anything about him, Robbie. He's fucking hilarious. He's like he's a quick-witted comic who kind of insults people during his show. Like he'll pull people from the audience, and it, he's so fast. Like even in his last years, he was still so fast. And he was on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, and still oh, really? at like yeah, and still at like ninety something or whatever. He was still, you know, quick as a whip, talking insulting people. It's fucking hilarious. I love that. That's like yeah. George Burns. He lived until yeah. he was 100. Yeah. Great health. Just, boop, gone. And I own uh, two of his books. His books are fucking hilarious, too. And just overall, he was a he was a hilarious comedian. So, And he was super racist, which is funny. <laughs> because he got away with it. <laughs> Dear God. Well, you can get away with it because it's comedy. Like Exactly. If you, if you listen to some of his older stuff, it's just it's so bad. Like, sometimes you're like, oh, we don't say that word anymore. <laughs> Yeah, well, he he can get away with, like, that old man stuff. There's a comic... Fuck, I don't remember his name, but I watched a bit that he did. He's, like... Because he's, like, Indian or something like that. And he's, like, I love old racist men. At least they're, like... They don't mean to be racist. They just use these racist terms because that's what they grew up using. He's, like... So, like... I, like... I don't know. (laughs) I'm just... I just think it's comedy comedy is supposed to be funny it's a form of entertainment don't yeah. watch comics that you don't think are aren't funny watch comics you think are funny don't get upset about ones like i don't condone don't condone racism so yeah like whatever whatever i think that i think that george carlin is funny and he's super like like controversial about some things with people like even he's a little too extreme for me sometimes but like comedy is about going to the extremes <laughs> because it's comedy like it's a form of entertainment so as tom segura would say it's not racist but it involves race <laughs> you said that once too. i did this beer is getting a little spicier as i drink it just so everyone knows that's unfortunate so what is your honorable mention your one honorable mention because we're pushing time here all right. Can I have my honorable mention and then just like a quick blurb about somebody? Half a second. Go. All right. So my honorable mention is Lily Tomlin. Why does that sound familiar? Because she's the voice of Miss Frizzle from oh, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, Magic yeah. School Bus. Also, if you watch Grace and Frankie on Netflix right now, she plays Frankie. Yeah. Um. So she, I, and I think that it was appropriate that I bumped her from my top five because she is more of a sketch comic. Yeah. Um, she really got her start on, uh, I think it's Ruan and Martin. Um, it, it was like a sketch comedy show, like way back in the day. But she, she, she was a character um, comic. So she, she had a bunch of different characters. Like she was a uh, like a kind of snooty uh, phone operator that like like if you were calling it being stupid she would be like you're dumb um and she actually released her first comedy album that was her doing that character and it won a grammy like 
she was funny and she had another character that was like a kid who would sit in this like giant chair and I don't know she's I, I think that she was just uh, really important in like the the comedy world for women at that time and yeah. she's gay so like good for her her and her part her partner is also she like writes plays and shit like I just I think that Lily Tomlin is very talented and she's kind of on that George Carlin level like hippie wise you know what I mean yeah so that's my honorable mention and I just want to do a really quick blurb I didn't this would have been my honorable mention if I didn't remember um Robin Williams only because I think that her last comedy special was really important for people to hear um her name is uh Hannah Gadsby and if you are in the LGBT community if you've suffered with like mental health or if you've uh hashtag me too um watch her last seriously watch her last uh comedy special on netflix um and all of the ones before that because she's very funny but she addresses all of those issues and she makes some really important impactful statements and i think that it's really important to watch so that's my quick uh honorable mention number two (laughs) yes awesome i'll put a link in the description so before i close out the show uh, I just want to say thank you to Mitch as our very first patron on Patreon. We have a patron? We have we a patron? We do. This is you, the first I've heard of this. I know. I wanted to surprise you. And if you want to be like Mitch, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews, and you can pledge towards the show. You can get different tiers, different levels, different rewards, things like that, access to our Patreon-only podcast segment i guess we want to call it beyond the brews yeah and all sorts of things so yeah and so our beyond the brews are really cool robbie um we you and i sometimes record just uh off uh, after uh episodes or i have a coworker that we get some really fun beer uh from like the alchemist or like we had pliny the elder um and she just went on a cross uh cross-country trip and brought me back some a growler from Washington and I had gotten a growler from a new brewery in Connecticut and we talk about those beers so like if you want to hear those extras uh definitely pledge to us on Patreon yeah so folks talked about a lot today talked about our five favorite comedians of all time and we want you guys the followers to let us know what your five favorite comedians of our of all time and you can do so by commenting on our Instagram at the brew interviews or on our Twitter at Brew Interviews, or just shoot us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com. We want to thank all of our followers and our listeners. Be sure to tune in next time when we talk about all things IPAs. For the Brew Interviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a bi-weekly podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. Here they are going to talk about your brews now. <laughs> <laughs>